Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. All right, everyone. Uh, this is what our third or fourth or fourth, 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 season. fourth fifth season, fourth or season, a hundred plus. Welcome to twenty twenty one. We're actually back, back in the game a bit here. Back in action. Back in action. And here we go with uh, with then our fourth season, and uh, we are going to be careful to be very thoughtful about the guests we have in. We have had wonderful guests thus far in our our seasons, and. Uh, We've got many more to come this year. Um, we're kicking it off. We've got uh, Nerdy starts it off, starts off our new sis, uh, season. And so if you haven't listened to that one yet, if this is playing in subsequent episodes, go back and listen to it. But we have a great kickoff to great our new season. season. Here yeah. we go. Yep. Looking and, forward and Jim, to the future. Weather. I mean, do you, do you suppose the weather's going to be great all it's season? It's actually pretty sunny out today, okay. so... <laughs> It's always sunny in Jim's world. It is. <laughs> All right, Except at night. Enjoy the episode. I think we just need to fire it up. Oh. Fancy French water. Oh, Jim. Are you looking, are you trying to get us some sponsors? God, you know, yeah. Like, yeah like, you know. Sponsored by... Not really. LaCroix. <laughs> Don't we wish. Hey, uh, I will start this off, okay? Because mm-hmm. um, we didn't do a whole lot of explanation here. But so Jim, Sarah, myself, Sam, back for the first time for real since basically since COVID hit last yeah. March. Are you recording already? Yeah, why, why oh. wouldn't I be? I don't know. You, normally you know how say. this always okay. starts off as okay. kind of a shit show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're not going to fix it. Oh. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so we're back. Uh, and and here we are, and uh, I just want to say that uh, I mean I've missed doing these kind of mm-hmm. I really have, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope it doesn't feel like we left our, our audience hanging out there over COVID. But the fact of the matter is these do not work unless we are face to face in this studio doing it. That's they just true. don't. That's true. So there's nothing we could do about it. We had to take some time off, but here we are. We're back. But you know what the good news is? That we have over 100 episodes that people could go through. Oh, yeah. If you're so, just finding us, I think, right? I think you can, people you are You could burn okay. a lot of time. Yeah. You could burn a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, and believe me, it's burnt. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> I think there, someone should... You're chomping at the bits who, to jump in right who now. Wants, I know. <laughs> who wants to um, start the game where they could listen to all 100 plus episodes and say how many times Sam mentions camp? Yeah, camp, 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 or or gives out misinformation. Oh, that's like me. like we don't do truths. We don't do well. We don't. We don't yeah, do facts. We don't, we don't do known we know. facts on here. We do what we believe to be sure. facts, which is different. It's a dis- All right, I'm going to whip through the weather so okay, we can introduce our guest. Yeah, no, I don't. All right, wait. so Can't um, wait. I don't know when April something, and it's uh. <laughs> It's, and uh, it's snowing it's and April it's 13th. cold. Yeah. It's it's, it's Minnesota. You might want to mention since this is a podcast that it's uh, the year 2021 too. Because you never know. They could be listening true. to this five years from now and they're like, oh, it's April 13th. That's like yesterday. All right, no, well, it isn't. 2021, it's April. It's <laughs> snowing out. It's classic Minnesota. Because we just had all this beautiful. It was 70 know, a few days ago. Weather, the leaves are finally coming out and right. And, here yep. we go. and what, what comes to greet them? Snow. A little snowstorm. 
Mm-hmm. Sam, so, why don't you introduce our guest? All right. Well, I'll just go right into it. We got Nerdy in the in the studio today. So, hey, hello, everybody. everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming, coming in. in. You're our first guest in quite a long time. I did it. If you're listening to the future, it is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I did make it. This was before the uh, the robot uprising mm. that happened. Sam. Uh, you guys remember. You guys know. Yeah, no, I'm a Flight of the Concords fan, so I know. I, 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 do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Humans are dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> My kids love it. I We're love the it, only sorry. ones alive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Listening. Yep. It this, froze. It's just us. You're not even hearing this because you can't hear anymore. Right. Oh, this is uh, this is the radio That's waves awful. that go off into the space. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the and, aliens and Glorbach and Remulac are listening oh, to this. Oh, I love it! What's going on? <laughs> oh my, yeah. <laughs> well, in about an hour, we're all going to realize that. Oh, this I is love our, it. This is our first show back and our last show ever. Is <laughs> oh boy, better well, make it good. Kinda. There we go. <laughs> Nerdy, how's it going? I'm doing all right. I'm doing. I'm. You know what? I am thriving and surviving both yeah. at the same time. Seems right like on. it. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So I was explaining to you how we. I liked your your analogy of. We have every name in Minnesota in a hat, and you just kind of pull it out. It's not, it doesn't really work that way, but it's pretty close. Pretty close. Um, but no, it's it's always it. You know, some of our best guests or whatever. Everyone's great, but but some of our our things you we get introductions from past guests mm, who yeah. say, "Oh, you know, you should really talk to this person." But it's funny because, like, it, knowing who is or isn't going to be interesting on a podcast is sort of a funny thing because yeah. everyone thinks that like the person who tells all the great stories is and then they might not be actually that great on the show it, it is always it's it's a kind of a, a, a coin toss it's, sometimes you never know when someone's going to be interesting when they're needed when they need to be right <laughs> right in the moment right. normally yep. yep but uh yeah your name you can't avoid your name these days <laughs> we listen to the current a lot or i do hey, you know well, yes. so the current. yeah yep yeah, and uh, and then we've got our our developer friend Reese, well partner. Yes. Yes. Down in uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know people who know rap and hip hop and in that world better than I do are like nerdy, really? Like, yeah, why? I just we're like we just hit him up on Facebook. He lives in our town. Like, this is such a weird little small music town. Yeah, we're yeah. like. You can't help but know all the other people who are in the. But you seem to be really catching your your. You're killing it. We're making our right way. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a wild three years, and that's funny because like it's that's how long it's been. Okay. Three years now doing hip hop, and since I started doing it, it's kind of just been strength to strength, which I'm really excited about. Very happy to to have experienced. What does that mean? Strength to strength. You know, it means that every year I've been growing, even mm. in. This, you know, the pandemic years, the Thunderdome era, if you go by <laughs> WWE terms, um, <laughs> which I'm sure all of our listeners yeah, do. Yeah, all of us are sure. Who, yeah, who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> duh. Duh. Yes. We all set our watches to Vince McMahon's time. Uh, but even in 2020, with everything that's going on, I've been able to do a lot of uh, things that I would have wanted to do even outside of it. You know, mm-hmm. I got to play Paisley, Paisley Park, which was amazing. Wow. I got to do a show at U.S. Uh, Bank Stadium, which was fantastic. I played for the Kennedy Center last year. So it's been a lot of, like, these big things that I maybe n- would have not been able to do if everything had been normal because I was right. still relatively so young. Um, but because there's not, like, that kind of, like, I don't know what the word should be. There's not a lot of noise 
So if you're making any noise at all, mm-hmm. people oh. are more likely mm-hmm. to listen because there's just nothing else is going on. You know sure. what I mean? <laughs> so, right. so if you're just like, hey, I'm, still, I'm still alive. They're like, what? You're still alive? Come over here. Do something. <laughs> oh, <Please>. that's funny. <laughs> What was the Kennedy Center event? So the Kennedy Center event, it was um, it was voices of, oh man, I I, I want to say, and I don't want to make uh, Kennedy Center seem like kind of lame, but I think it was like voices of diversity or something. It's kind of lame. Yeah, though, that too, that, isn't that it? concept. It was something around like colors across America. That's what it was, okay. and it was and it was uh-huh. the idea that they were like getting different people to do art pieces or, or make uh, music or poems or spoken word or something of that nature. Um, and then they were going around from country or country from state to state to state, and they did I think fifty concerts. Mm-hmm. And so the Minnesota I was part of the Minnesota mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was very very fun in Minneapolis. That was put on by True Art Speaks. Shout out to True Art Speaks, they're an amazing group. Um, and yeah, that was a really really fun time. Mm. And yep. it's funny. And one of the things I tell people all the time is like, I'm actually pretty like, I know some stuff, but I don't know a lot of stuff. So someone was like, the Kennedy Center was like, hey, the Kennedy Center wants you to do something. I was like, okay, cool. Like, all right, whatever. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like, and it wasn't until like I researched what that was. You're like, oh, oh, that's oh, kind that's of a big deal. That's a big deal. Right. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know who Kennedy is. <laughs> you mean like like that JF? Yeah, like, I, like that one? I didn't know he had a whole center. And then I was. <laughs> and when did he start that? I find out. I was like, yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, did he? I was like, man, this dude had a lot of stuff doing. But it was ri- I was very honored. And I, it's funny. I told my TJ the other day. I was like, I'm very un. I'm, I'm very unaware of celebrity. Like mm. I'm unaware of celebrity just in general. And I know I probably should be a little bit more knowledgeable of who's no. talking to me. No. But Keep what it I, that way. But what I've learned, what yeah. I've learned is that A, it keeps me humble because I'm yeah. I'll go on anything and anywhere or be with anybody. That's why yeah, clearly <laughs> clearly if you're on our show, you will do anything. Because <laughs> like why not? And then I'm never I never feel intimidated. Uh-huh. I never feel pressured. Yeah. I never yeah. I just go like, Oh, you're asking me to go to do XYZ cool and it sounds I'll go, good and right I'll, yeah i'll go as long as it's like something decent and it's sure. not like the you know something weird or, or like <laughs> well this is definitely kind of weird well yeah no, <laughs> yeah there's good weird and there's bad weird. Yeah, you know, yeah yeah like yeah the, the national like kicking puppies convention i probably right. wouldn't want to go to but if they called themselves like you know i don't know the nkc i'd be like and NKPC, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I show up, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> not this. So do you have a? F- so you did Soundset too? Yes, I did Soundset is, in 2019. Yeah, that's a big deal. It was a very big deal. Um, it was. It was. I was on the bill with Tyler the Creator, Jaden Smith, oh, yeah. Wu Tang Clan. Uh, Which is awesome, Erica Badu. Like there was a lot of really great. Holy names shit! On there. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Um, like how old are you? I'm th- I just turned thirty. Okay, literally okay. just turned thirty <laughs> in October. Well, you said teacher. I'm like, I really, I wouldn't know. You yeah, know? Was, I yeah. literally, it's, it's been because I was doing, I did rock and roll. Like I was in a rock and roll band for okay. like eight years, I think it was, and it was like a, you know a garage band. Like we weren't really like what course. kind of rock and roll? It like, was. Think if you took. Well, we call ourselves Black Genesis, and people thought we were a heavy metal band, but it was really if Genesis, and if Phil Collins was black. Yes. Oh, I concept. love it. Yeah, Holy no, shit, that, that is it. not yeah. what I thought you were going right? to say. Yeah, no, so uh, we were doing, and it was like Digging that. deep with the Genesis. I, the second you said Black Genesis, I thought, I went to Phil Collins. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, you know, Phil Collins is the bum. Yeah, and well. 
Well, uh, yeah, whatever. Maybe. His music is his music is very good. It is. It is. His music yeah. is. It took very me good. a long time to get into. I it, just though. heard "Easy Lover" on the way over here oh, from the eighties. No. You know what I'm talking about? I, I know exactly oh, okay. what the nicest guy in the world. I, is that kind I, of well, what I hear? I mean, like, I don't really follow the, the, the song. Uh, every move you make is, is like a stalker song. Yeah, right off the bat, yeah. and apparently his ex-wife, who he wrote it about, was not very happy about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's got some serious yeah. personal yeah, trouble. Like, yeah, so he's. I just put my hands up. I truly do not know yeah. much. I just know that, like, I he's think been I've in, seen he's some been things in the in the celebrity rag. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I will say, I will say that he gave us the. Tarzan soundtrack, the Disney's Tarzan soundtrack, and he didn't need to go that hard on it, and he chose to anyway. And so, <laughs> right. for that, I will thank him because it was a good, you know. Well, and when I was a kid, okay. When I was a kid, I mean, Phil Collins, Susu Studio, or whatever, like that. Oh, like, it there was, was all, a summer of, it was or a few years of all Phil Collins all yep. the time. Yeah. Yep. It was a Phil Collins era. It was, it yeah. was. But yes, we did. Okay. We, so we did music similar to that. Like, you take that, you take uh, Maroon 5, you take Bruno Mars, you put it all together. That's kind of who we were. Okay. And um, that sounds, we were yeah. good. I'm yeah. not going to pretend like we weren't good. We mm-hmm. were good. Yeah. But we weren't necessarily marketable. Um, just there's, uh, at least back when we, were, when we were doing it, there was a pretty staunch divide between like black artists and white artists and when it came to rock and roll and mm-hmm. who would be booked for what. Mm-hmm. And which is weird because you think Prince, right? But. Not so much. Uh, so, so you mean they haven't fixed that shit? Yeah, yet? you think. You think. Right. It's so bad. You think they find the switch to flip it, but uh, they haven't done it. Yet. It's behind some boxes. And so we worked really. We did. We were working really hard, but then eventually, it just kind of like petered out. I mean, people got older. We started like we were graduating. We graduated college. We we're like, ah, maybe we're not gonna. Sounds I like said it. we graduated college. Some of them graduated college. <laughs> right. I did not do that. But um, everyone's doing all this stuff. And then it kind of was like, well, I said to myself, well, either I'm going to get a job somewhere. Oh, no, don't do that. You know, or I can try this music thing my own way, my mm-hmm. own, like, just, I've always loved hip hop, but I've always kind of, like, shied away mm-hmm. from it for mostly just because I'm petty and I didn't like when people told me I should do hip hop because I was black so I was like I'm not gonna do that <laughs> but I liked it and so I was like uh, I'll do it and if I like it and then if people like it cool if right. not I'll figure out something else to do and yeah it, it's worked it's been working and um, I have been yeah just so did so you just things. come out of the gate like that I mean like yeah. I'm gonna do hip hop and because well, it's not easy to do mm-mm. but now no. does it now does it piss you off that they were right because you're like you're I, right I, feel, I am black I feel, and now I have yeah, to do hip hop I feel like, a bit weird sometimes <laughs> yeah. about it. I'm not gonna pretend yeah. like I'll, I'll I'll get a message from somebody from like high school and they'll be like oh man I heard you and I'll be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you don't this isn't for you I'm still right. a rocker this never was for you this right. is for me so, uh, but no I mean ultimately it's just it's good to do what you love and you shouldn't let either on either end of the spectrum even if not. you do love something and someone says you should do it if they have it for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. don't let yourself not do that thing just because sure. now you're just because then you're they're still controlling what you do it's just another way around it that's so true so, so nah, it's, it's totally just, true so i was just like eh yeah sometimes i might feel a certain type of way about it but most of the time the, i just ignore it the money helps 
Hey, <laughs> so, well, I money mean, helps a lot. Yeah, yes. we don't. We wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> no, no. Not, not here but in our money little studio. Money definitely does help. But I yeah. hear that money really does. It help. does. Yeah, it oh, sort of man. smooths it's, things over. They tell you it can't buy happiness. They're 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 right to a certain extent. But yeah, man, it so can buy a lot you, of stuff. I I just feel like it probably makes life easier. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I th- what was my my friend's mom said something about it. The, she said that money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys. Uh, different sadness, and that sadness is easier to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's true. Wow. Well, shout I like out, that one. Uh, should be writing this down. Yeah, shout out to Mama C. <laughs> well, I'm going to just play this back later and, and you know, kind of ingrain that in my head. No, I like that. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Rosemont, Minnesota, okay. which is a sub, is one of the suburbs. It's yeah, but there's too many roses. Yeah, I know. Because there's Roseville, Rosemont, yeah. uh, whatever. Like I Rosedale, Mont. Rosedale. I can never yeah. remember where, which one. Yeah. Where's Rosemont so again? Rosemont is in between. Oh man, where am I trying to think? It's south of the river. Okay. And it is in between Apple Valley and Hastings. Right. Oh yep. yeah. So yep. we're right there. Uh, you'd have to cross through Apple Valley to get all across the bridge. Yeah. So we are, so that's, it was a, it's getting bigger. I yep. mean, almost all of this, the, the suburbs kind of are getting bigger now, but um, it was getting bigger, but it was a small, like mostly like farming area for a while. Mm-hmm. And right. it's now it's just expanding to probably seem like a Burnsville, maybe like a, like a bigger, maybe Bloomington, kind of like a bigger sure. area. Does it have a, like a proper downtown of any sort? No. I, <laughs> no. See, that's, I don't, I can't stand the suburbs without a proper They have downtown. a downtown, there is a downtown Rosemont. I think it's like two blocks yeah. of like right. brick buildings. Yep. Like yeah. Some stuff. That's where Shenanigans is. Uh, <laughs> um, is that a bar? Yes. That's a classic name yep. for a little time. That's how it's fun. We're yeah. like, where, what's the that's address? That's where people go to for <laughs> cry. We used to cry. <laughs> I'm sure. No, shout out to Shenanigans. You get free advertising, you guys, guys. Uh, uh, there's also a, there's also a, it's not an old Chicago. There's a, it's a. Applebee's? Well, we do have an, we did have an Applebee's. Oh, we lost right. Applebee's. Oh, no. I okay. worked at Applebee's in oh. Rosemont. You, okay, how old? Oh, I was right out of college i don't remember exactly were you a shit right. employee be honest i was not actually you i a was a employee i was a fantastic employee i went from the curbside to go window guy yep. to training the curbside people <laughs> to being a server to help training servers i could I, see you being a good server yes yeah. i yeah. i like i like doing sir i like serving me too yeah i just i felt <laughs> First of all, I had other stuff to do, and, and and being a server is great. Shout out to all the servers out there, especially in this last oh year. My, you mm-hmm. know, yes. Oh, my. Yes. All the yeah, stuff that y'all have been going through is, is, is amazing, and everyone should be tipping their servers for real. But mm-hmm. um, being a server is hard <laughs> when people are mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not sometimes it's yeah. not worth it. And if you're working at like a higher end place or someplace where people are like more encouraged to tip because of the atmosphere where mm-hmm. you're at, you can kind of like push through it. Um, but like sometimes at an Applebee's in in Rosebud, it's somewhere almost everybody knows everybody. They're there's not like gonna, no love. It's just like eh, meh. <laughs> like right. it's just two bucks. Get out of my face. <laughs> or yeah. when you. You have situations where people do really dumb things and you're not quite sure what to do. I remember, I'll never forget the story of this guy. Everyone knew who he was. Everyone knew that he would bring his girlfriend to this place, Applebee's, and that his <laughs> wife did not know that this was happening. Oh, oh. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Like, 
<laughs> we're always just on edge when he goes in. Right. You never know what happens. Yeah. So that's what happens when you work in a small town, any place. But sure. like, yeah. yeah. So the Applebee's was fine. Every now and then, someone would be like, "Do you guys have like chicken cordon bleu or something weird?" And I was like, "This is Applebee's." <laughs> yeah, you can't create. You order from the menu. Yeah, like our, our food comes out on. And a, it's a we huge have like a hundred things on the menu too. It's you a huge. It's like something. a book. Yeah, it's you know, like, it's like you have. What do you? What do you? I can understand that you were confused of where you are. Yeah. But, you know, but I have mozzarella you? I'll tell you what. Right. I, yeah. I mean, ultimately, either you can or you can't read. It's okay. yeah. I'm not going to judge either way. But if it's not on the damn menu, we don't, we have, don't it. have it. Don't ask for it. Or, I hate like, that. Man, you got to get real cool with this. Yeah, come a lot, tip, right. and then be like, "Hey, can you taste these mozzarella sticks? Can you put it on chicken breast? Can you put mozzarella? Can you put like, like you know, freaking red sauce on top of that, and give us some call it, Yeah, I'll be like, you know what, Craig? Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. For you, we'll figure it out. We'll cobble you together. Yeah, chicken we'll figure cordon it out. Like, I don't know what else we can do. For you. But that comes after a long right. time of building right. trust. I remember one time, I know we're just talking about Applebee's right now. And I love don't it. Need we never talk about I'm anything. I'm thinking mozzarella sticks Rosemont, I know, now. me too. The Rosemont Applebee's, I'll never forget this one time we were working and there was a blizzard, a big blizzard. Mm, Everything mm, shut down. And it takes a lot, if you're not listening to this in uh, Minnesota, it takes a lot for things to shut down mm-hmm. over here. For oh my, yeah. yeah. So when I say Two feet a, of snow. Yeah, when I say it was when everything was shut down, I mean like everything shut down. There was so many snow. And for some odd reason, we were still open. I and, knew it. Yeah, we're okay. it's it's Applebee's. Applebee's. And I was calling corporate, and they're like, "Nah, it, it can't possibly it be, can't that be that bad." Yeah. Like, you don't you can walk Minnesota. over there, can't you? <laughs> so it's like snow. Like our parking lot is filled with snow. Nothing around us is open. Not even the Cub. Not even the grocery store is open. So we're just sitting here going, "Like, what are people doing?" And it's like we open at eleven, you know, and so we're there at ten to get things ready to go. And so it's eleven o'clock. Nothing happened. No one's there. Obviously. Right. And for 30 minutes, no one chose. No one comes in. So my manager's like, okay, 12.15, if nobody shows up, I'll we'll just go home. I'm calling Yeah, it. I'm calling. I'll make the decision. And then, like, at 12, we hear... It's the snowmobiles, and, isn't no, it? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Eight <laughs> people on snowmobiles show up. <laughs> and they come in, and they're all, like, snowmobiles. Oh. And it's a mozzarella <laughs> stick. And I was just like, What? Uh, See, but there because is, you can. Because that's you can. why. Yes, I mean, and because that are, does become. It's, it's like, very Minnesotan. Yeah. Well, and it does become maybe the the funnest place in town then for the rest of the day because everyone's off of work. There's nothing that's else true. going on, and you're like, dude, you guys are open to party. Let's yeah. do this. You, know? you serve right. alcohol? Were they there? Yeah. Like, drinking? Yeah, they, and they, it's they, Applebee's. That's it's what Applebee's. Yeah. Makes <laughs> yeah. Applebee's the, the tagline should be: Yes, we do serve alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> And mozzarella sticks. And mozzarella sticks. But no chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> speaking, uh, speaking of Applebee's, fun story of this guy. I'm, I'm going to say his name is, it wasn't Winston, but I'm going to say Winston. Um, this guy would come every day to the Rosemont Applebee's. Mm, yep. Every day. Except for that one blizzard day. That was one day I didn't see him. But every He didn't have a snowmobile. Day, he didn't have a snowmobile. He sure right. did it. He sure right. did And he would sit at the bar. He'd order a bottle of white wine. Oh, and he would spend the day just kind of being there. Yep. Drinking he'd that bottle of white wine. He'd watch the TV. He'd eat food. He'd take phone calls. He would like walk out and take a phone call and come yep. back that and sit there and eat. pretty. And he would just be there. And he had a family. We knew that because sometimes they'd come in. And so it's like, it's not like he was just like, didn't have anywhere to be. He just liked being there for some yep. reason. People would call our Applebee's store for him 
and we would give him the phone. Like that's how many. Yeah, like because his, he basically it's lived his there. Office. Well, it is. It's like yeah. his office. And I remember. I remember saying to myself, "Why well, I worked at Applebee's." And this is this is a show of my hubris. I worked at Applebee's, <laughs> and I was like. Man, I hope I'm never that guy. I said to that, I said to that, I was like, man, I hope I'm never that guy, man. I, I don't want to be a regular at Applebee's. <laughs> but there's like a bottle of white wine that's like Winston's Chilled, and don't yeah. give it to anybody else. And he else. has a seat. Because like he no has one, a seat. Yes. Like and I said that to myself. I said, never. I'm never going to be that guy. Fast forward. Yeah. I've left. I've since left Applebee's. I'm working at another job at um, an orthopedic center. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a medical receptionist. So I'm doing all this job right there. And Lunchtime rolls around, and there's an Applebee's not too far from where I work. And it's easy to get to. I know what the menu. You know the menu. I know it's on the menu. And it's like, it's quick in and out. I can eat my lunch there. It's yeah. whatever. And then I remember maybe like two, one day, I can't remember how many times I had gone back there, but one day I came in, and Roger, the guy, the Roger, the bartender, he comes by, he gets me my cherry. Uh, Pepsi and a water, <laughs> and he's like, "Did you want this today or this?" And I realized that I've been going there so that much, guy. and now I'm there with him. I said, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> I immediately was like, "I take back everything I said about this guy." I understand yeah, because you're why like, he was you're, here. You're like Winston had it down right. Yes. You walk yes. in, there was a regular at Filio that I mean, there were several regulars at Filio when I worked there that people knew and it was the same thing it was like oh here comes buttered chicken or buttered noodles and <laughs> with, gar- with just garlic on it today you know or they knew these folks like like absolutely that and, is hilarious yeah and the one guy who had like like yes i'll get you your fourth pitcher of lemonade like you know like yeah. but i think sometimes you want to be the regular I, sometimes you know you want to go where everybody <laughs> knows oh, your name oh, that's oh, right you're right yeah. yeah you roll in and there it is yeah i mean we go. got that we're damn near regular we're always at bunnies. At, across the street at bunnies so mm-hmm. now that you say that i wonder if they call us by our drinks you're Probably. the non-alcoholic <laughs> i am yeah. Yeah. non-alcohol na it, yeah. non, non-alcoholic Non alcohol, whatever. It's, yeah. Who knows? Who yeah. really knows? Who knows? Yeah, but yeah no, you're right. They, for sure. You, you do start to remember people by what I they have. I do appreciate um, a good bartender, server, where yeah. you do go regularly, right? Yeah. It's just like a comforting. It's, it's nice. A weird, it's a weird thing. I don't know if I would choose Applebee's to be Yo, that person. I don't know what it was. Well, if Applebee's was across the street, that'd that's be our true. place. It's just boom. You, go, you know what you yeah. want. You have it there, and you can get pretty much everything. They don't do anything particularly great, but no. they just do everything kind Applebee's of all right. Applebee's gets like sure. a bad... Good. It gets I, a bad rap. I don't yeah. like Applebee's, I will admit. You know, yeah. like... I'm not going to seek out an Applebee's, but when you go to an Applebee's, it's like, well, I recognize I'm at a bar where they make food. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I can, right. I can live through this. It's a little bit better, better than, like, a pub, like, food. Yeah. Yep. Not quite yeah. as good as, like, a, like a restaurant restaurant. Right. right. <laughs> like, a little just, bit in between. You're just, like, they do everything fine. Yeah. And it's sometimes, not good, like and the long it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, like Zorba's or something up north. We right. just, <laughs> it's it's no Zorba's. That's the tagline. We were it's literally fine. just it's talking fine. about yeah. that when before you came in, we were talking about a place Because you went to Longfellow. Oh, are this we gonna weekend. call it out? Oh snap. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Love so, Phones. Anyway, free advertising. Wow. I don't know if they want to know we this. We should really be getting some sponsorship. Here. Dude, they hate us. All these people hate us because we only ever say bad things. About well, all I was going to say about them, because you had told me too, it's it's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. So you leave, you're, yeah. you're not hungry anymore. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Longfellow, eat our food to stave off hunger. And oh. we serve alcohol. And they and serve, serve alcohol. alcohol. 
addendum. We also yes. survive. And and it's the kind of place where like like grandma and grandpa are gonna be fine, and yes, so are your nieces thank and you nephews. For like that. Yes. it's like there's nothing scary. I want something better than this, but gosh, everyone else seems pretty. And they happy. have all day like, breakfast. All day, any place yeah. that has all day breakfast is good for me because you never yeah. know when they come in. Like when I go to Perkins, sometimes I like that. I yeah. like to be able to be like, yo, maybe I just want an omelet. I know it's 4 p.m. I'm yeah, into but that omelets too. are delicious. Yeah, I want an omelet. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. It. Yeah. When McDonald's started doing all day breakfast, mm-hmm. I was like, it's about time. What? Why <laughs> were you stopped, making? It? Why were you making? They did stop after. Why'd you make? But they me did go it for a while. I was else. like, why would you? Why would you not have that? Yeah, that makes. No I mean, sense. of all the easy things you got on your yeah, menu, like, plus. <laughs> It's like the thing that they, in my estimation, the thing they do best is yeah. there is an egg McMuffin. Yeah, because like you, know? you can get a burger anywhere. True. And yeah, and you can even get a better that. burger yeah. at other places. <laughs> other places that have drive Yeah. we're definitely not getting McDonald's now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sarah's kind of a fan. I well, I thought no, no. That, I, yeah. the, pre- the predi- I still eat yeah. McDonald's. I, yeah. I don't know why it's their um, fries are kicking. Yeah, they just, are. I get a single cheeseburger and a Diet Coke because you know why? The Diet Coke fountain soda there is like. They got it you, dialed you can't, in perfect. You can't beat it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they do with their sodas. I will agree with you. Yeah. It's a little a extra soda, syrupy yeah, over I'm there. I'm a yes. soda connoisseur. Yeah. And <laughs> McDonald's soda. I know they don't make it, make it, but I feel like they do something. They get, I There's think they McDonald's get a special. Magic it's a special it. filter. Right. Yes, and a good sprite. Like, that's like ooh. Mm. <laughs> oh, you two are I'm like. Just, hey, I, I'm this just is, thinking of wow. the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Where was I? At a Culver's? No, I, no, I was at Rocky Rococo's in Madison. I went wow, home. we're just hitting all of the classics Listen, this is what here. Happens. But this is this you, is good then, stuff. So we went to Rocky Rococo, which is famous in Wisconsin and Madison anyway. And so go there. But the soda machine, you know, that has the screen, the mm-hmm. touch screen. And then get this, as you know, oh. you choose Diet Coke, Sprite, whatever, mm. Fanta, and then you have like 20 options yeah. to add. Are you, do you feel overwhelmed? I see, see, I love those things. I'm, I'm all, I think those cool five guys usually has those. Mm-hmm. And you go in, you're like, you're like, oh, I can have a vanilla lemonade Sprite. And I'm like, oh, that's super cool. Just give me the, just give me the. Thing. It's too much. When I was it's a kid. Much. When I was younger, I used to be like the suicide guy. I was like, every yeah. single flavor. Yeah. Give me all the... I used to want all anything that wasn't a regular flavor, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted blueberry things. I wanted... Yep. That's stuff. my kids are that way. Yeah, yeah because totally. it's just... It's, that's what you want. Half the time, you're yep. just enjoying the thing. Nowadays, I'm like, I'll have... You have Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke, please. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Pepsi, please. Mm. If I'm feeling adventurous, I'll be like, cherry Pepsi. Right. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? And... and and I'm only doing this to piss her off, but camp. No, but it reminds me of when you go oh, on a canoe God. trip. No, when you're when you're <laughs> when kids are out on a three week long canoe trip, by the end of it, you've been deprived for so sure. long yeah. that sure. all you can do, like the the last conversations of the trip, are always hours long. Like, no, but what about about Burger King's French fries or this <laughs> and Wendy's or that? And everyone's got that all down, and it's because you're deprived. Yes. And we've been in. COVID hell yes. for a year. Yeah. So it's like, let's just talk about all the restaurants we, we yeah. want to we go want to. to. It's true. And well, sit with other people. And who has the best fries? Who has the best fries? Oh, McDonald's. So, I, See, I'm a waffle fryer. I like Wendy's. I like waffle. Yeah, Wendy's has good fries. I think, or they can. I think I'm on, on your side. I think McDonald's fries still pretty much slap at the top. Like, if they're fresh... Yeah, they, yeah. Have they to be fresh can't and hot. Be, you can't beat it. I know, it comes in from the top. <laughs> if they're not fresh, then it's kind of like, yeah. like yeah, you could have tried. You could have tried. You chose not to. Yeah, you know, no, I they can gotta, smell you, they those fries fresh. right now. 
Yeah. They're like, great. You know who has the worst? Mm. Let's just call them right out for it. Because they deserve it. Who? Culver's. They make shit fries at Culver's. Uh-huh. Culver's fries aren't their special. They're, they, they're burgers. They put all their love into yeah, the so good. That's true. What that's about so A&W? Good. That's true. Oh, yeah. A&W fries are bad. I'm not a big fan of those. Right. I've only been to like an A&W we, like once. We hit the drive through sometimes. Yeah, I've done that. You know? I've never gotten good fries from no. Arby's does not. I don't like those curly fries. I don't fries. eat at Arby's, so I, don't, <gasps> I, I couldn't tell you. I'm not a big Arby's fan either. I'm just saying Culver's, they're always soggy. I don't cry them enough. I don't like mm. I don't like Arby's <laughs> business model of we're gonna have really thin slices of meat and charge you the same amount for a full burger someplace else. Right. Nice it try. It tastes good. Nice try, you guys. <laughs> not a fan. Of, not a big fan of Arby's. Mm. But they do have the meat, says the commercial. <laughs> says, so too there. many meats. <laughs> too many. Too many. Meats. All right, you guys. <laughs> we should. <laughs> That's all we're talking about today. <laughs> Wait a sec. Are, are, are we going to take a break we, we right now? Yeah. We, we, Seriously? We, well, we don't have to. I mean, we have learned nothing. All right, nothing, let's take a break. Nothing about nerdy other than I, our, I know. Our, our our fast I, I, yeah, that's I, right. I was I'm, a server in Applebee's, Applebee's, and yeah. that's where we went. Plus, it's not like we learned things on the show. I'm not saying that we needed to do that. I'm but just who saying, else is going to ask him this, this is not. A, this is not an educational podcast. It's informational. Information. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. Barely. I don't know what people get out of this. Things will be said. I love it though. No, but we're thirty. We're thirty some minutes in. We can. Go, okay. We can right. go we'll over. A, I don't we'll, care. Let's take a quick take a break. Quick break. Sure. We'll be back. Sweet. Yeah. It's just our routine. We'll be right yeah. back. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. You want to take us out with something? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> during the break, I want you to think and meditate on which fries are the best. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a place to leave a comment for that, but do that. There you go. Great. There you go. I love I like it. Yeah, it. yeah, and when, and when we get back, you can play with your uh, your morning broadcast <laughs> announcer thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, you've made it to the middle of the show, and uh, we are changing up our ads right now. We are currently looking for new sponsors. We are. We've got a hundred plus episodes, so we're ready to go. What do you two think? We're who, ready to go. Sounds perfect. Yep. I mean, who are we looking for? Ludens, cough drops, maybe some McDonald's, but honestly, bubble gum, bu- uh, bubble gum, juicy fruit. Yeah. But honestly, anyone local within the Twin Cities or the Midwestern region, just check us out at LegacyMattersPodcast.com for more information. And we also have one more exciting announcement. We are bringing Andolin yes. to do um, crowdfunding through WeFunder.com. It's yes. the next generation of an interactive, safe, private family scrapbook to share your memories for others to enjoy. That's right. We talk about we talk about Andolin all the time. We have had our first version out in the market now for over a, a year. Years, yeah, yeah. And uh, as as lovely as it is, it is we have great things in the works. Um, we do, it takes, it takes time, effort, and money to get business ideas moving and to get good ideas like this moving. And so we are, uh, we've put, put Andlin out for WeFunder just to see if we can get some support from our friends and family and, and people who listen to the show and, and love the idea of preservation of memories. So check it out, uh, and enjoy WeFunder. WeFunder.com and then just type in Andlin. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Simple. And enjoy the second half, I guess. Here Thanks. we go. Everyone's All right. Thanks ready. for listening. Thanks, everyone. All right. I'm 
it in. All right, we're back. Mm-hmm. We're back. Second half. Second yeah. half. You guys made sure to leave those comments, like I said. Yes. About the I like fries. that. Yeah. I like that because you know what? We we talk about comments and stuff, but mm. we don't get a lot of feedback. So from there people. we go. We, we get some here and there, and we and that's fine, but we, it's like you, you record these shows and you have no idea what, what people are really thinking of it. We know Unfortunately, we I do get some comments. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. You it's everybody, all it's all directed towards me. Everybody, leave one nice comment. <laughs> yeah, for me. Thanks. <laughs> Say something nice about Jim, would you? He needs it. Look about at Jim. Nerdy, did you grow up in a music family? Yes. So my grandfather played music for church, um, and my mother also sang praise and worship in our churches growing up. And so, so did I. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's been like uh, music has been around my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, no, it's big a big part of who I am and how I've kind of been able to navigate stuff. Right. And you, you got you got brothers and sisters and stuff. I have a half sister, and I have a brother, and he plays drums. Okay. From in my band. Oh. That's oh. Cool. Well, that's your brother. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's like, I know. Oh. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I knew right. that. Uh, no, that's cool. Also, he's a fantastic hip hop artist in his own right. Tuvok the Word, shout out Tuvok the Word. And are you pretty close age wise? Yeah, I'm a year older than him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, yeah. just siblings can change a person's life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, no, that's real. The absence or having a bunch of them, whatever. Right. Yeah. So your latest project mm-hmm. is you have, I mean, you've come out with quite a bit. Yeah. Last year I put out five singles and three full projects. Yeah. Just a lot of content mm-hmm. and pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. I would, I would like to think so. At least they're powerful <laughs> for me when I was writing. No, it is. It is. And I've got college kids like in my life. So like mm-hmm. they're very aware of, of you, you know what I mean? And what you're putting out. That's super cool. Um, that is cool. And it is, it is I mean, we've been in lockdown, but you have produced a lot of... Yeah, so Trapped in My Room, I wrote, and that, that whole project was just kind of like inspired by everything that was going on with COVID. I was going to say, gee, what brought that on? Yeah, right? I wonder what <laughs> right. all the things that could have been. Yeah, so because with everything shut down, and it was really sudden for me. So I was supposed to do the opening for the uh, Minnesota United season mm. oh sure so i was mm. supposed to play that and that was like our big thing we had just done mm-hmm. first dav best new band show we we're just coming off of that and this was going to be our next big thing roll out 2020 we we're like oh wow we're going here we go here it is you know what i mean like this is the the road to get into the big leagues and this was in supposed to be in march and I've been hearing, I was hearing about this, like, oh, this corona thing. But it was over there. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. Like my yep. American-centric <laughs> viewpoint. I was like, oh, yeah, it's the other people's problem. And I'm sure they'll figure that out. <laughs> right. <laughs> before it gets to us. And if it does if it does get to us, I'm sure we'll figure it out because that's what we do. What could possibly what go could wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, sure <laughs> yeah. enough, every, like, one weekend... Because I had my entire year booked out for 2020, basically, yeah, from yeah. April till October and November. I was like, oh, cool, got it. Like, good. Like, I had, I had quit my job at the Orthopedic Center in November of 2019, like, being like, sweet, I'm going to do music full time, walking out. <laughs> I was I'm like, out. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'll see y'all later. Don't talk to me, Karen. I got you. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm never gonna die. Walked out, and then March comes around. I get this email from Minnesota 90 people. They're like, "Yeah, we're canceling the season." Yeah, and I was like, "Yo," because soccer, like canceling, like the the big. Matt, uh, the March uh, March games for college is yeah. a big deal, but I was right. like, okay, schools, I get it. Schools are kind of like going through. College is still a school. I know it's a little weird, but like, all right. Then the NBA canceled. I was like, that's a big deal, but that's just Amer- that's like an America thing. And these people are like millionaires. <laughs> You're trying to rationalize, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, 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 yeah. okay, it's fine, it's fine, fine. But once they canceled soccer, I was like, yo, they wouldn't cancel soccer <laughs> unless this was right. really serious. Right. Because across the world, soccer is like the most important, like the important thing. Right. So like, yes. If yep. if they were if they were gonna cancel like that, then I knew it was like, oh wow, okay, so this is super, 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 super serious. And cancel the season, and then in that weekend, I lost every show I had that year. Like my whole God, plan for my like <laughs> livelihood, and I was supposed to. We were supposed to get married. Me and my family we were supposed to get married at the time, yeah. and I was just like, all my income was gone. And I just remember being like, oh, Holy hey, Karen, shit. can I get that job? Then? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I thought, but I was like, yo, and they're like, yeah, we're shutting down too. Yeah, like everything uh, was shut down. So then, um, I didn't, I couldn't go to the studio because the studio was shut down, and I had said to myself, well. If you can't be a musician when all everything is going wrong, then maybe you mm. aren't really a hmm. musician. And not to say that people can't take a break and just not create and just live and enjoy themselves. But in my head, I was like, I need to use this time to create something, anything. And so I got my old busted mic that I had hadn't used since I started going to professional studios, you know. And I I borrowed my roommate's laptop and i just made an album about stuff that i could with stuff that i could find right around me and about stuff that i could just like write about and it had it started off with no real form or function i started i write a song about spider-man i write a song about door the explorer there's things that i could hear things <laughs> i could find in my room yeah and uh but then eventually like it started growing into just a, like a, just a conversation about the pandemic and how it feels. Uh, one of my favorite songs on that track, oh, that whole project, is "Near You," which they've played a few times. And it's just about feeling like you're so away from everybody, mm-hmm. and you wish you could say some of the stuff that you could say. I, it's been a while. So all that to say, I wrote that whole album. Yeah, back to my room. Just get it finished. I release it in April, and I'm like, y'all, here we go. We go. It's super cool. And for half a month, things are great. And then May 25th happened, and George Floyd was murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And suddenly, the, there was a whole different thing I had to be doing. Mm-hmm. So we were, out on the, we were out on the 26th, obviously. We marched out to the 3rd. The Minneapolis Police Department uh, basically responded by gassing and shooting at men, women, and children. Mm-hmm. We were taken aback by that. I think from my generation of people, and there's older generation of people that kind of already knew how that whole situation would have gone down. Sure. But for my generation of people, I think there was this misconception that the police as a whole would do something reminiscent of what we've read in our t- history books. A lone police officer doing something bad and wrong, we know, we understand. Right. And we could say even, we could even conceptualize 
the understanding that, well, the police force isn't going to do this because all of them are people that want to help. When we went, when we went to the third precinct after George Floyd's murder and without a dispersal order, without any sort of like conversation, without any like, hey, guys, leave. When they came out shooting gas, like gas at people, like, and remember, I remember watching women like rolling their strollers trying to get away as rubber bullets were hitting them. Right. And it's just like, without any kind of like, hey, you're, this is officially too much, you need to leave. It, I think it radicalized a lot of young kids really quickly because they were just like, mm-hmm. yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. All of y'all, like, all of you people seem cool with doing this, which means that any one of you could be the next one person to do the thing that makes us all mad in the first place. So, after seeing that, and then the subsequent uprising, the riots that are going on mm-hmm. all around the area, I... All around the globe. All the globe, really. Yeah. Specifically in that three, four block radius. Mm-hmm. Um, I went down there with my friends, and we were going to help people. Yeah. We were going to help. Our, one of our friends that we heard got mace really bad. We're like, oh, I, like, I have money. I can go get some milk and stuff and bring it over to you. So that was our plan. We were going to go. Yep. Drop you were volunteering. Off. Yeah, we were going to drop stuff yep. off and we were going to leave. Like the, my, my thought process originally was go, drop off, leave, go home. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when I got there, when we went to drop it off, our friend had already left. So we were like, we'll leave it at the front line so the people who want to be there can have it and then we'll go home. And someone was like, hey, are you with the, the medics? And I was like, no. Like, what are you, like, you know, what are you talking about? They brought me over to a place where there was like all this medical supply that had just been left there. By people, because of the fires of the tent, you know, those upcoming tenement buildings mm-hmm. went up. And so, apparently, whoever was running that station had left. And no one was around. And it was dark, other than the fires everywhere. And no one had anybody there to physically help them. Right. Just like, first aid. Basic first aid. Handing out masks to people. So, what, is this r- like the day after? This was the day. So, it was March 25th. Yep. March 26th is when we marched on the precinct. Yep. March 20, and March, from March 26th onward until, eh, I want to say, I, I couldn't even tell you. Or May. I keep saying March. It's not March. May. I'm thinking good now. Yep. yep. May. All of this was in May. Um, up until when eventually that space was left is when that happened. And we were there for at least three weeks, mm-hmm. just being there every night. Yeah. All, every night we'd go out. So when we saw that stuff, it was like, okay, I'm going to help. I, I saw the medical supplies. I saw people being, like, they weren't sending ambulances. They weren't sending. They weren't there wasn't anything, there was, there was, there anything going anything, into anything, that area. Going over there. So it was just like, well, I guess it's us then. I guess it's us then because what are we going to do? Because... Some we and we didn't ask questions. We didn't. We can't. We're not going to get into the like the well, who deserves to be helped or whatever. The idea is that yo, if there's a bleeding person on the ground, we're going to patch them up. We're going to hopefully get them to a place where they can be safe. It's not safe here, yep. you know. Um, and that's what we did. It was a, it was a crash course in living through an uprising, and so thankful that I got a team around me. Justice Frontline Aid is now the official name of us. We have been working out for a year now. Out 
we were. Just, I was just out no last shit. night. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Last night, I'm yeah. probably gonna be out tonight. We were just every time. It's uh, we come out, we help, we do first aid as best we can. Uh, we have nurses now. We have team members and all sorts of aspects of character. But while dealing with that for the year, I wrote uh, my two projects called 38th in Chicago, right? Uh, Chicago Avenue, uh, and that was born out of. A, my personal experiences, being a black kid in a white town, majoritively. Mm-hmm. And, but then also just everything I've seen. All the stuff that I was seeing, how I was feeling, how the community was feeling, and how I was feeling the community uh, was responding to things. And it was a big departure from my other work. Because my other work was still, you know, it's still good. It had a lot of, like, stuff into it. I love it. I still perform the songs today, <laughs> right. you know? But, like, it was... Different. It was definitely different. It was more. You of like hear a, a difference in it. I mean, you're well, you're changed. in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You've been changed I mean, by circumstance. Mm-hmm. And you, you've okay. channeled all of this. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, you are just flowing through that. It was a lot. I love. I loved being able to do it because it was. It was a risk, and I even mentioned that in my closing art, uh, my closing statements in the first. Uh, Project 38th in my uh, little spoken thing that said is titled Goodbye. I could lose fans for this. My music was sure. originally, it wasn't like being self, uh, self love and positivity and body positivity and all that stuff is great. It's not as divisive as what I was talking about. Politics. Almost everybody wants to love themselves. So, like, saying you should do that isn't going to get you a lot of negative intention. Um, but I knew that as soon as I was like, hey, by the way, this, you know, Black Lives Matter as a concept, like, people were going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, even outside of any sort of group, ideology, anything like that, just that very sentence as a statement immediately drives people to a certain type of some, some people, yeah, yeah, right. So, so like, and it was a risk of mine mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And... It worked out for me. I am lucky to. I am blessed to say that I did not lose as many fans as I thought I was going to. I actually gained a lot more. I was going to say you probably picked up more. Yeah, I, I gained a lot more, and um, both with Thirty Eighth and Chicago, it just turned into a very beautiful thing. And so, yeah, I've this last year has been a wild ride, a roller coaster of making music, but it's been really, really rewarding. I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of. Uh plenty of instances out there where i'm dead wrong about this but like the the taking a risk as a musician like i i would assume it would put you in a better position with some people anyway like yeah i mean people i mean these are these are really weird times and it's still going on Mm -hmm. and i I mean like it's really raw right now Mm -hmm. again and it's, well, your it's work is super honest. I mean, it's it's just like your vision. I mean, you're just laying. Yeah, it but out I mean, there. people need that. I just think. I just think no matter you know whether if you're thinking career, mm-hmm. you're probably thinking play it a little bit safe. Do the thing that you yeah. Know that's that, what that was in my head yep. too. Well, like I was I was making it. I I had multiple conversations with my like my fiance, my DJ, my. Like my friends, like I was like the, like close friends. I was like, hey, you know, no is one's gonna, asking. Is this gonna me piss this. people off? No one's like, asking me this. Like no one's right. like, hey, nerdy. Like what do you feel about this? Like right. no one's asking me this. I could not make this and be fine. I can just right. sit here and 
do what I've been doing and no one's going to say anything. If anything, maybe I might even get more stuff being like, oh, let's go here because we don't have to worry about it. We can just hear positivity. Fun, yeah, positive, yeah, positive stuff right now. And this is my, I, I could actually gain more by not saying anything. Right. Maybe I just keep doing what I'm doing. But ultimately, I decided upon. And it, 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 it was interesting because it reminded me of. Have you guys watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine ever? Yeah. No. Okay. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's an episode in Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> where uh, Terry Crews' character um, is racially profiled, right? And he goes to his captain, Captain Holt, who is a gay black man, to be like, hey, uh, this happened. Help me. And the Captain Holt was like, don't say anything. Just do the, be the best you can be. Work your way up the ranks. That's how you fix things. And then Terry was like, "But it's still happening." Like da da da. And they were having a, a debate about that because Captain Holt came from the seventies, different time. Right. And he was like, "Hey, I couldn't do that." And but what he ultimately ended upon was, if I rose through the ranks, like I said, I was going to do, and endured all of this hardship. What is it all for if it's not to then help mm-hmm. someone like I wasn't helped when I was right. in that time? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I realized, I was like, yo, if I had, I did all this work to be a musician that people would want to listen to and would hear me out when I say X, Y, Z. Like I have fans across racial lines, across political lines, across social economic lines. Like I've made, I've done the work to get those fans. If I don't say something about this, then what was it all for? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what is the point? It's the reason that brings me out on the street when I when it's time to do stuff, when it's time to be out there to protect people. It's just like I, I made a I made a, a spicy tweet the other day where I was just like, "There's <laughs> like so many, that. yeah, there's, there's so many Minnesota artists, specifically Minnesota artists that I that could be out here, right, saying stuff and and being physically here, like." Not to, I'm not going to call anybody out. Like I'm not going to call anybody no, out. No, of course that's not. not. The point. But not. like, let's say I'm going to give use this as an example because it it is an impossible scenario. But if Prince was still alive, let's say, yeah, and Prince was on the front line of a protest, the cops would be a lot less a lot less likely to fire on yeah, those people yeah. if yeah. they saw Prince mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. because yeah. they'd be like. This could get us in a this lot could, this of trouble. This could be a big thing. Right. And maybe we should reconsider how we handle it going forward. Yeah. And so to that vein, there's a lot of artists, famous artists, a lot of popular people who have spent years and decades in some cases asking these this very community for money, mm-hmm. for to come see support. them, to support them, yeah. for the music that they make. And it's like, I personally believe that that level of life and luxury, like I get to live a life where I only have to worry about what music I have to make. And so because I have that freedom, I should I have a responsibility mm-hmm. to use that extra time mm-hmm. to be there mm-hmm. when these things happen. Or else how do I feel how do I feel comfortable with being like, hey, I know you've been working at Walgreens for the last three months and you could either get a really nice dinner for yourself or spend money at a show for me where I make right. money. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I I can't with good conscience ask people to do that if I'm not willing to also use my my power and privilege to then be out there when they and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're you're kind of talking about two different things. Mm-hmm. You're talking about about 
there are people who could go out yes and use their use their the strength and power that they have from their position for mm. all, all the years of being supported but then there's also just the side of you that you're just going out there as a regular person helping yeah. out yeah just helping like, out I'm you're not, just out there helping I don't well, know like hey it's it's, it's, yeah like I literally don't fire just, cops I'm I, a big deal I just like, I'm just out here doing the best but people have stopped me and they're like you're nerdy they're surprised to see me mm -hmm. out there yeah and I think that that is the problem we shouldn't be surprised to see our celebrities mm -hmm. out when these situations mm -hmm. are happening. Right. We should mm -hmm. expect them to be out there yeah. because you know, they're the people out there. Did you get arrested? Yeah, I got arrested on the end yeah. at the <laughs> our state capitol. Right, uh, June first, um, we were out. There was a group of teenagers and young adults out there for a protest. Curfew was eight. Yep, curfew was eight o'clock. We're, our, like I said, our team is out there strictly as uh, first aid, supply stuff. Yeah. So we were like, I remember my team. You're supporting. At me. Yeah, my team was just like, yo, we have to be there as long as they are there. If these people decide they want to go home, then we can go home. Right. But, our, but like we are here for them. So we're going to stand here and wait and make sure that they're okay. And then sure enough, like it was like 8.15. And when I say an army of police officers, I mean an army of police officers rolled up more right. cop cars than i've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. like it was like they came through it was like uh you know in <laughs> in lord of the rings when <laughs> when uh, gandalf comes down the mountain with his thing and it's yeah. like yeah. it was right. like that i was like yo they're jumping over bushes we're in trouble they're jumping over bushes i looked at my dj because their dj's with me i was like we're getting arrested yeah, i was like yeah. this right. <laughs> there's nothing we can do like this is happening so just i was on live i was on facebook live at the time i was because as soon as i saw him i was like all right i'm on live i was like all right everybody we're gonna get arrested like yeah. this is gonna happen just so you're aware like da 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 and the kids were sitting on the grass at the Capitol singing Lean on Me as these cops descended on them. And I say to myself, they weren't trash. The Capitol has never been touched in all of the things that's happened. Right. right not right, a yeah. brick that has been thrown. And that, we can't even say that about our nation's Capitol. Right. Like right, not, right. Not, a, not a brick was thrown. Not a f fence wasn't torn down or vandalized. Nothing. They weren't there for that. They were right. literally there to physically just stand around. Yep. And they just... <laughs> like they ascended on us, and they zip tied us. They put us on the ground. They we we got we got arrested, like full on arrested. Thirteen, twelve people to a cell, arrested. Damn. And um, do you know how many people were arrested that night? I want to say forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so they're, they're like, so there there was a mob of like forty people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like of, of teenagers and yeah, real like, sounds like, real like dangerous. The median age was maybe thirty five. Right. <laughs> Right. right, like it was, it was ridiculous, and and not causing trouble, not causing trouble. Like I said, literally, I, I, I'm, I tell people all the time, like I'm not going to pretend, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell people that like looting and rioting isn't happening. That's not what I'm trying to tell people. Yeah, right. But I'm saying is that like the people that are being arrested aren't the people that are doing those things. Right. They're just the people that are literally hands up. Please don't right. shoot me with tear gas. They're the ones who are sitting yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're, they're like sitting, sitting around. Right. Easy, are easier to be arrested, and I think that's because I can't. I can't properly like say anything. One thing, and I know this again. This is a very divisive conversation for people, but they're easier for people to uh, vent their frustration. I say people, police vent their frustration on them because they know they're not going to either fight back or mm. run. 
Mm-hmm. Right, and right. Whereas a, a looter's like, I got something. I'm out yeah, of here. Yeah, they're, they're, right? they're not catching them. They're not. They're not. They're no. not trying to get them. Even, <laughs> like you would think that. Like I, I was just la- like just the other night. I said to myself, I said, man, if they invested all of what they invested in stopping the people who are doing the looting, as they did with attacking the people holding a picture of a dead boy that was right. murdered right and not doing anything like of all the things you all, can yeah, do you're supposed to, to be yeah, able to do that yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't be find we wouldn't be having so much looting out there yeah. and i understand that some people might be gun shy like well how do i stop criminals without getting on the news or being the next you know Derek Chauvin or whoever or right. whatever this other person is and it's like well as long as if they get, if they're alive to stand trial it's probably the best way to get to that point right you know like it, it's not easy it's not an easy job i'm not no. I, no one can say that being a police officer is an easy job but like it is a job where its complexities are put up for you when you sign up to do it like yeah. when you're like at no point did they tell you it was going to be easy and thus this is unfair of us to ask of you right you, you, you kind of knew that this was happening and you signed up I, it'd be one thing if you were like working at mcdonald's and then <laughs> yeah. someone was like quick Stop that criminal. Right. Yeah. Put out that, uh, put out that building fire. <laughs> yeah. I right. got a job at the cake factory yeah, for a reason. Exactly. Like, I, like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, working, I'm working at like, like the cheesecake factory. No one's expecting them to go stop crime. <laughs> like, because that, you didn't yeah. sign up to No, crime. I like cheesecake. I don't, I don't like stopping criminals. Yeah, you exactly. go stop the you criminal. did, like, the You signed up for the criminal stopping. So, like, you know, yeah. stop the criminals and figure that out. And try to do that in a way that makes that everybody gets home or to wherever they are going to be safely it's 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 so it's it is difficult so there's and even in the music as i we were talking about writing about that even like yeah this, like what it's like to be on the front lines and i've had a lot of conversations with people about this because it's hard news media has an inherent need to sensationalize things. Of course, yeah. Because as soon as they started, at, way back, way, way, way back when, when they had their first cigarette advertisement <laughs> on the news radio. Cigarettes, they are good for your health. You know what I mean? Like back, yeah, way yeah. back in the day, as soon as that became an, a common practice, both any news media was un, was immediately compromised. Uh, not because, of course. Not, 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 they didn't know that it was going to be this huge thing. Like television, news media, radio, news media. It used to be like people would know what was going on in their community mostly by talking to each other mm-hmm. and knowing what was going on. They didn't realize that it was going to be this multi-billion-dollar conglomerate across globe, across everything. We're talking about the space, power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just—they didn't know that. So when they took like, oh well, we'll take fifty bucks to from a cigarette company to help us keep the lights on, and they'll we'll just tell people about their cigarettes. What's the harm in that? Until they realize, well, until it was like, oh, we found scientists find out that cigarettes are bad for your health, and they're like, oh, well, um, cigarettes are like half mm-hmm. of our budget. Mm-hmm. Right. We can't tell people that. Well, let's talk about something else. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that decision was made, it was all downhill from there. Well, and, and it's it goes it goes even further. It's like if there's a if there's two competing mm-hmm. newspapers in town mm-hmm. and there's one story and it's John's horse died, mm-hmm. right? And the one newspaper, the headline is John's horse died. Mm-hmm. And the other one is John's horse was mutilated by yeah. a bear. Or right? John like let his horse die. Yes. It's just Even a just a little, a little bit of a thing would be like 
It's 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 well. That's the sexier story. Sure. Yeah. Well, why did John let his horse die? Yeah. So like, we're well, what, that what's one. wrong with wrong with John? Like, <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. So then it goes like that. So it's tough. I tell people all the time: you really should seek seek out people who were there mm-hmm. and have. And if you trust them, and I mean, like, trust them as in you've had conversations with them about other stuff outside of this. Yeah. Before right. this, like. Because there's people who tell stories, you don't trust their stories. Yeah, so trust. Yeah. Family people you trust, you're like, hey, you were out there. I've had my, I've had people from high school. I've had people from college. People that have 100% different political ideologies than I do mm-hmm. have reached out to me and said, hey, what's going on out here? Be honest. Right. Yeah, it's so yeah. complex. And, and, like, and, and, you can't and, uh, condense it down and just, like, But that's what your either. work is doing. And that's what yeah. I try to do. And yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to lie to anybody and say that things aren't happening like it's just there are two there are two narratives and each one wants to negate what the other is the things that make things look bad yeah like they can't live together they somehow. can't live together yeah. so yeah. what's your process like when you're yeah. right when you're out there when all of this you know pandemic mm-hmm. uh george floyd i mean like are you like taking notes are you like i mean are you <laughs> I going home and does it just come out like it kind of just in, comes in, out i yeah. don't write a lot of things down I think is it just, fast? I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't take the time to do yeah. it. So right. I don't write a lot of things down. I it's, can relate to that. Because yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I. She writes it all down. <laughs> right. It's a lot of me just like saying it over and over again out loud. Yeah. And so it's like if I think of a line, you know, or if I think of a line, I'll say it a bunch of times. And then it'll just, until it becomes it something sticks. that it, it's stuck in my head so I don't forget it. Or if let's say that there's an incident, a particularly like a crazy incident, I might meditate on that for a minute and yep. just like not in the moment. It's hard to do like when you're in the middle, you're pulling someone from someplace to other. But it's when you're when you finally get home, you know, you do the whole fox. What's what's the what's the remember what's that show with the firefighters? Remember um, that? with the firefighters, the movie or the TV it show? It was a TV show. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, well, which I mean, which yeah, one? Could, yes. yeah, yeah, New York City. They, ones, always, they always have this scene where the firefighter comes home and they just like take all their gear off and just like they just kind of let it fall uh-huh. wherever they do, uh-huh. and they sit in their big chair. That's how, just, is, isn't Rob Lowe have a firefighter show? Yeah, so he has a firefighter show. Yeah, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Well, you kind of I pictured <laughs> yeah, Rob yeah, Lowe yeah, yeah. taking off his. So, but that's so sometimes when I get back and Dennis I take Leary. off my reflective vest and I, I take off all my stuff and I and I sit down on my couch. And, I, and I'll just take a minute mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah. meditate on mm-hmm. what has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, if I, if there's something that I missed or something that I really has really stuck with me, I, I, I find with any type of event, the thing that is the most important is the thing that's going to stay with you. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why people who have kids will say like, "Yo, all of like it was crazy. It was it was hard. It was all these things. But then when I held this child, it's." The, the most important thing of the thing usually stands out. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it's like, okay, a lot of stuff happened in this action, but I'll remember, I'll, I remember two girls in the bed of the truck, two twin girls in the bed of the truck who were brought there by their parents not thinking that this thing was going to be what it was and me having to put my body over them. Right. And just... Talk to them as if everything is fine because they're terrified. While all of this stuff is yeah. going on, yeah. that is something that stuck with me. So I can remember that a lot of stuff happened in that action. I couldn't tell you everything that happened at that action, but I can remember that moment because it because I have two nieces, right? And I was just like, 
wow. Like, I don't, I didn't know them. And I was like, what's your favorite color? What's your, like, hey, how are you doing? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like oh, wow. And just like, that will stick with me. I'll never forget that. Yeah. And yeah, so that's not. the kind of stuff that makes it into the art is the most important bits, the things that have resonated with me going forward. And I think a lot of artists, I, I was saying that I think there's going to be a lot of music about this. Mm-hmm. Time, yeah. Um, Kyle, but, and you were there. I was though. I was, I was you know, there. and that's what's coming through. I yeah, mean, it's, it's like, your perspective. Your, you know, it's it's sight. tough for someone to truly get it. And I, one of the things I've been telling people throughout this since last year, and and it's not necessarily it's not super popular with all the circles I run into, but I will say that like. I have had a huge respect for our servicemen and women now that I did before. Right. Like, and, and, and it's not to equate the two. I know they're different. But I, when you're out night after night, day after day, in like these stressful, crazy oh, combat yeah. situations, and you... And everyone's telling you different things, and there's people telling you that you're this, and da 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 I feel... I was like, yo... That's a lot. I maybe I can take another second or two and just acknowledge the how hard that is. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't agree with everything someone mm-hmm. might be doing, mm-hmm. I can be like, you know, there is a level of stress to this that unless you're there, people aren't going to really right. well, get. And and those kids that are like the kids that are in the military, so mm-hmm. my like my younger brothers in the card, but like like when you look at a line of of guardsmen or whatever mm. somewhere, or they're or they're off in Iraq or they're mm. in Afghanistan or wherever, any any of that stuff, mm. you got to figure that that they want to be there, most of them, about as much as you want to have to be on the street after yeah, exactly. George Floyd is killed. You know, like mm. you don't want to be there. No one wants to be. But there. you got to be there. Yeah. So there, a lot of these people go where they're sent, and so yeah, it's not like their choice. They're not, to be, they're not super excited about going over there, and so it's just like. <laughs> it's that feeling of when you get on, you wake up and you get on your phone and you see another uh, another black unarmed black person is killed and you think, like no, like what, just, do, it, what do you think? Because I it, 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 there's, a, there's a multiple things I think in that moment. First is that's so I'm sad. I'm sad for the family. I'm sad for this person is gone. Mm-hmm. So I, like it's, it's initial thought. My second thought is like. Not again. Yeah, like why? I, 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 I worry about my city. I worry about how much more we can take in such a small time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my next thought is like, okay, what? Where are we going to be? Then it's just tactical. After after those that initial just like wow, that's really this is going to be really hard on everybody. And then it's just tactical. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to be? Yeah. Where's the next move? It's going to be da 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 da. And then you get into task-oriented brain and then you don't get back into your emotional reflective brain until you get home yeah you know or sometimes you don't sometimes you just don't for a week two weeks i remember one time in the in last year in the early goings uh someone had just pulled me aside and they were like like how are you and i just I broke down. I was like, I didn't even know. I hadn't realized I hadn't slept in three days. Right. 
I didn't even notice that I, I didn't yeah. even notice that I did. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, it was hard to stand. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I haven't even given myself the ch- time to ask myself how I was. And so that's, that's for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when, as an, as an artist and as a musician, it's the best thing that I, one of the best things I can do is find a way to bottle that and then distribute that to people. And that's why it's important to have good mental health therapy, mm-hmm. taking the time, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're dealing; it's it's like you're dealing with toxic chemicals, mm-hmm. your emotions, your 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 fears, your insecurities, and all that. It's like you're dealing with toxic chemicals. And therapy allows you to get like the gloves and the eye protection, so that you can make the medicine that yeah. people might need out of that. I've watched this anime called Doctor Stone, and they talked about hydrochloric acid. Um, in that in that anime, it doesn't really matter what it is, but it's a prehistoric world, and they're trying to build penicillin, but they need hydrochloric acid to do it. And it's like how we, we forget how dangerous these naturally occurring elements of are. Yep. Like, and so this is, they have to do all of this stuff just to get to it because they don't have all the resources that we do anymore. And dealing therapy is like that. You need so much protective equipment sometimes to deal with this trauma, the sadness, the anger, the hurt that you're dealing with. You need to suit yourself up so that you can make penicillin. Right. And and some people who just hear a song, they're like, oh, I like that song, or oh, that's super sad, or oh, wow, that's so great. Like, Realize that there's so much going on on the back end in order to give you this three minute ditty. That yeah. you mean it doesn't just come out of there and it's it, done. It, no. no. <laughs> Let me ask you this: uh, What do you think? I mean, what do you hope that um, your fans? I mean, do you want? I mean, because your mm-hmm. your project that you've produced, you know, here. I mean, it's you kind of want. I'm an album person. I still yeah. refer to it as an album, right? Like you know, like I like to hear it all the way through, and mm-hmm. you've kind of got. Mm-hmm you know mm. a story a narrative yeah. through the whole thing but you know the kids in my life you know they kind of like to pop in and out of songs it's a single generation like that's i mean as a musician that's something we learned i remember i went to school for music business and that was like one of the first things that my teacher said he, he put up a bunch of stuff on the whiteboard of different jobs that you could have and then the first day he was like all right you all this is 1997 when i was teaching this class this is all the stuff that you did. And then right. he Not takes away and he erases like 90% of it. He was like, all right. <laughs> do you still want to be in this? <laughs> right. And we were all like, that. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, like albums and creating albums. The single generation now is just like, oh, this song is great. And oh, this song is great. It, it's helpful for a lot of artists because there isn't people who will own the very the amount of people who will only listen to one genre is shrinking. Right, like right. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's broadening. Yeah. It broadens the whole yeah. thing out, but it yeah. does make it harder for you to get like because people might only listen to one song. Right, and yeah. if they don't like that one song, they won't listen to anything else that you make. Right. So it is a little bit of like a it's a double edged sword. That being said, I like to create. I'm a I'm a theater person. I'm a storyteller. I, I, Clearly, you know all that stuff. I like. <laughs> I so, think of you as the double album. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I seriously, like, twenty twenty like is the double that. album for you. Yeah, I like <laughs> to create something that goes. If you listen from top, mm. from top of thirty eighth to the bottom of Chicago Avenue, you're gonna hear a whole story. Yeah, right. That I that's the stuff that I like. Now I want to get into that because that's what I enjoy. Too. Yeah, that's the kind I of really stuff love that I enjoy. Yeah, I like having through lines. I like mm-hmm. having things like that. People go, oh, he said that there, and then he said this here, and oh, this is all connected. Yeah. I like Easter eggs. I like all that stuff. It's what makes things interesting. When you listen to a story or read a story or hear an album, it makes it interesting. Like uh, 
a recent version of that 20 the 2020 experience with justin timberlake yep. you, you might not like justin timberlake but that was an album that 20 songs on both sides super cool interesting it goes through the whole thing really really fun coheed and cambria is a fun like a rock group if you like storylines mm-hmm. i'm a big 80s hair metal guy and a lot of those <laughs> a lot of so those <laughs> albums are big old stories either right. about a person or a mythical group or da, 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 da. right i like that sort of who's thing who's your yeah. favorite 80s hair metal because you got a fan you got a <laughs> night ranger oh. oh my god wow you really that that's solid <laughs> Holy no, yeah, no, there you go. That's yeah. my favorite. All right. <laughs> well, I grew up in the 80s. So, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm all over that. But I'm all over everything. I mean, I yeah. like music. Music you know. is one of the great unifiers, I think. Uh, I remember I did a, a way, way, way back. I was in Russia when I was like 13, 14, helping with orphanages and stuff over there. And, of course. Um, music... <laughs> Was such an easy way to get past the language barrier. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even if like, because they would sing a song, and I don't understand it, but I could follow. I could follow. I could understand if it was happy, if it was sad. I could get it. Same situation. And right. um, shout out to all the dudes in Kaliningrad, by the way. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> I was like, such a small place. Fun, fun fact about that trip: I was probably the only black person that anybody, those people, have ever seen in their lives yeah. up until that point. Yeah, I remember the first thing my interpreter said to me. He said, "You look like Biggie Smalls." Would you could tell where his last right like, his last experience, experience or only experience? Like, yeah. Right. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. So no, they're 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 great. Shout out to Clint and Greg, great people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the music is the great unifier. I think music yeah. and food. Anytime. Good French fries. Yeah, good French yeah. fries. Music and food. So baby. you always got to see. Now you made it into a a, a hour and ten minute long thematically. We we came back to French. Well, fries. I'm trying. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. No, very nice. That's how you do it. Yeah. Best French fries. They even have them in uh, Russia. You know they got oh, McDonald's sure they all over the place. They do. McDonald's sure they is do. A, it, McDonald's is also the great unifier. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> and culture, regardless of where you are, right? you can get a, you have oh. a McDonald's, and it's fine. It's and it's fine. I, you know, I think we're gonna get sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, you know, they got the golden money. arches. Can we get paid in free food? Ooh, free diet coke. That'd be amazing. Oh god, <laughs> I don't know if cream. I can handle that one. <laughs> free McDonald's diet coke for life. Mm. Ooh, now we're talking. All right, y'all. Well, um, yeah, we've we've done another forty some minutes on the back end here, so well, it's all good. It's sorry, all good. Good. No, no, this is good. This is good. Well, all right. So the pandemic's starting to, you know, I mean, everyone's getting vaccinated, so yeah. things are starting to loosen up. Here we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you got on the horizon? I have a couple of shows that are coming up soon in the summer. Um, I my I have my calendar somewhere on my phone, but. Realistically, the best way to find out where I'm going to be playing and when I'm going to be playing is if you follow me on the social media. So it's at Nerdy Rocks, N-U-R-D Rocks. Super easy to find there. Um, You go to nerdyrocks.com. You got a bunch of my music stuff. And you can also find out where I'm going to be. And yeah, just follow along. I post about where where things are, what shows are going to be. So that's your site. Yep. Yep. Nerdyrocks.com is my website. Nerdy Rocks, at Nerdy Rocks is where you would go if you're on Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok, kids understand you guys this are stuff. Up in on TikTok or whatever. No, hell no. <laughs> I don't know what you guys. Are. I don't know what cool places. 
If you type in nerdy on LinkedIn, I think I have a LinkedIn page at one point. I think, you know how most you people do. do. I think you do. Yeah, yeah. You know that's, that's, that's where I'd probably yeah, find you. Yeah, people get hip hop from LinkedIn. Yeah. That's, that's where I go. That's the main list. All right, I got to ask you though too before. Uh, so stage name. How did nerdy come up? Oh. Yeah, it's always fun. So um, when I was in middle school, I was picked on a lot for being a nerd, just like a nerdy kid, you know, and going through high school. But you liked heavy metal. That's not nerdy. I was black and people didn't want to talk about that with me. (laughs) Damn. So like, you're right. You are correct. Right. There's nothing nerdy about. But I also like Cats, the musical, and I had a Wonder Woman encyclopedia. Theatrical. God. Yeah. He loves theater, too. I was a weird kid. So uh, I'm still a weird kid. (laughs) Um, But like, I was called that a lot, and then through high school, it kind of got better. But like, I remember at one day, I was like, yeah, you know what? I am nerdy. And like, and what's your point? Like, what's the the problem? Because kids today don't understand how like comic books and stuff wasn't always like, the thing now with multi-million dollars oh yeah yeah. Thing, oh, yeah it'd be weird to not have a superhero movie coming out in a particular right. year and all the actors want to be them and like it's like it's nowadays it's super cool but back in the day it wasn't like a cool thing for you to just like openly be talking about right, like right. um so it was that was where it is so i decided oh i'm gonna be nerdy and and you're like yeah you know what i am nerdy so yeah there, there, there it is that's there, my yeah. name fun fact though it used mm. to be n-e-r dash d and E as was N U, but every time people typed it in, Pharrell's band would come mm. up. Pharrell has a band called N dot E dot R dot D, and I was just like, <laughs> and people would keep trying to search for me, and they couldn't find me. And uh, oh, so, it's a total. And conundrum. Pharrell wouldn't change it. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I changed. I call this people. <laughs> he yeah. was like, nope, yeah. not gonna yeah, do getting, it. Naming anything these days is so difficult. Yeah, yeah. so but we enjoy it. There's nothing new under the sun. No. Other than delicious French fries, yes, oh, every nice, man. nice. Now, now I go. Oh, there's McDonald's <laughs> down the street. She loves McDonald's. I do, and I bring it into the studio, and they're like, "Okay." No, <laughs> you know what she does? She brings it in the studio, eats it, and then throws in a trash, and then it leaves just, it. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, Sarah. Jeez, Louise. Just like my two older brothers. Yeah. Picked on. I love it. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, this was great. It was really, really lovely having you. Nerdy, really yes. nice to meet you. Hey, thank you yes. for having me and on. And thank you for fun. all the work that you're doing. Hey, and trying my best. Yeah. Everybody's yes. got to do their thing. Thanks for the vision. I really vision. love the frontline stuff. I, I, like, there, it's the, everything's so complicated, and yeah. there's so much shit going on all the time, and there really is no good solution. Like, I, is, everyone's like, well, how do we fix it? Like, mm-hmm. you can't really ask. Well, you got to participate. You got yeah, to be, but you have being to be willing there, to be a part of the conversation. Uh-huh. Right. A part of the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always worry, not, I mean, conversation, yes, but you're also out there being a, a part of the action as yes. well, which is awesome. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you. Awesome. All right. We'll see you later. Yes. Peace. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care. Mm-hmm.